You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. Welcome, After Buzzers, to another episode of 24 Live Another Day. It's the next to last episode. The, I can never say this word right. It's the penultimate, the penultimate episode of 24. Yes. And I'm, I am your host, Nana Velasquez, and joining me is, first of all, let's say hello to Roxy Stryer. Hello, good to be here. Hello to Roxy Stryer. Hello to Roxy Stryer. And then, and then (laughs) I'm not gonna overexplain this like I made the mistake before, (laughs) but we, we have have what we call usually like in baseball there's a perfect game a shutout and mr danny hoyt has done what some may think is the impossible we you know Nando, i just want to take this moment to say thank you. you know there's a lot of people out there that have contributed <laughs> it's been a long journey there was eight full seasons of of failed <laughs> attempt <laughs> after <laughs> failed attempt but tonight, that all changed. I went four for four on the countdown game, and I could not be more excited about it. So explain, explain ben, the countdown. can I get the audience applause? Uh, right now would be perfect. Yes! So, <laughs> explain the countdown game, just for just those of you my, tuning in. If uh, there's anybody tuning in that's not, not tuned in uh, before and heard this game we play, I know most of you guys know this, but for those of you that don't, uh, every time it cuts to commercial, it shows the clock in 24 ticking down in real time, and then it comes back, and we try to guess what the time is. He got it to the second. And I got it to the second. I've got it before. I've got it several times, but it's usually one random time. Tonight, I have to say, 24 was on point with their uh, their time breaks for their commercials are exactly the same. I'm only sitting next to you rolling my eyes because I'm jealous. So in was case you're watching half? this back, and you're like, why is Roxy rolling her eyes? It's because I'm really, Wait, really upset inside. Let's talk about this. Was it a half roll or a full roll? I'm sitting here like my eyes actually just stayed in the up position. Like can't look at him. All right, so, can't, can't, sorry, I just wanted my moment. Him. That's all. Thank you. You got his moment. And, and, and my name proud. is Danny Hoyt, by the way. I did say Danny Hoyt, the, but but Danny Danny Mr. Perfect Game Hoyt, Mr. I'm, Twenty Four Perfect. Game I am Hoyt. very impressed. I do have to say you are. I gave up. I just don't even guess anymore. I just wanted. I I just wanted to root for you the whole show. Man, I appreciate that. And even to the point where Roxy almost gave incorrect information on that last commercial break. I had to rewind it. Remember that That's she was true. two seconds off on the last commercial break. Amanda, you really care about. I me. did care. I really do you care. Did. Not you. Not you do. You I did. do. Actually, I do I'm just care. Missing. I, I do appreciate care. That very you were much. one second off yesterday. I'm proud to see. Uh, last week, I'm proud to see that you recovered Gosh, and perfect game. I, what you know? What I might never recover from the last episode of this show looks unreal. I know. I I cannot believe we have to wait a week. I don't know. I'm freaking out. Well, not just that. I mean, it's it's called 24. This is episode 12, and next week's episode's going to cover 13 hours. 13 hours. Well, so, this is episode 11. That would be episode 12. Yeah. yeah, that's what you meant. I just feel like I don't know. This is what something I've always really appreciated about 24 mm-hmm. is they tie up their knots well. And I know you guys at home know this, but like they and those of you guys listening, whether you're in your car or wherever you may be when you listen to this, uh, 
you know that 24 does a good job of, of strategically tying the knots that they lay out. They lay out a lot of breadcrumbs, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that as well this time. Well, here, here's the thing, and, and, and we'll start recapping uh, 9 p.m. right after this, but uh, and, and we'll definitely talk more about the finale at the end. Yeah. But, but here's the interesting thing. In previous seasons, of course, whenever they know they're going to get picked up, they usually uh, finish whatever the threat is. Like, everything's, you know, really, really heightened. All the, all the stakes are heightened. And when we see that season finale, usually within the first 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, they actually stop the bomb or the virus or whatever it is, and they spend the last 40 seconds with some resolutions, tying up knots, but then leaving off sometimes with a cliffhanger, like yeah. when Jack got taken uh, to China in a freighter, for example. Yeah. Right. So I'm really curious to see, without knowing that 24 is getting picked up again, this is just an event, and, and Jack Bauer's getting, you know, Keith Sutherland's getting a little older. Who knows? Who, I, I still think he can do it. Don't get me wrong. I still think he can do it. It's a matter of if he wants to do it. I did make that prediction earlier. In yeah. Season, no, you there did. There might be another one. There might be another one. So hopefully they will tie up some loose ends and definitely leave something for us to hope that there's going to be a, another season of this. But this season was originally brought back to tie up loose ends and to put a bow on everything. That's what they said. Now, they might have changed their mind because 24 fan base came out so strong that they might realize, wow, we have to keep doing this in some capacity, whether it's with Jack or with mm. Kate or however we do it. But I, I do think that the final episode of this series, which this is supposed to be, yeah. has to almost be a settling feeling with Jack. It can't be Jack running away again. It can't be him going to prison for life. I I guess that would be kind of settling. It has to be something that's Definite. Well, I think it have to be. It could be one of those things where, like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you have not seen Breaking Bad. But the way Breaking Bad ended, mm-hmm. it resolved everything, but it left an open door. And now it's coming out with articles. And he even said, uh, Brian Cranston said in an interview that you know maybe blah blah blah. So I, mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything because mm-hmm. I hate spoilers more than yeah. anything. But they could leave it in a way that the door's open if they want to walk through it. Yeah. But it's enough for us fans to feel resolved and resolution. I think they're gonna. I think they have a lot of options they can go to. The one I'm thing really that bothers. Curious me is the fact that they're going to cover 13 hours in one episode because I keep thinking of How I Met Your Mother in that season, that series finale mm-hmm. where they covered like seven years in an hour and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, come on man we're used to, we're used to the hour, the real time format, keep the real time format Well, I, I will say this, uh it's not a spoiler, because I specifically said not to, but I did run into, and I was going to tell you on the show, I, I let it slip out of my mouth earlier. That's okay. Oh, I think I blew uh, that for you. No, no, no. She okay. did. That's I ran okay. into Tate Donovan. That is so awesome. Saturday morning at breakfast in Santa Monica. Uh, uh-huh. Apparently, we live in the same neighborhood, which is awesome. So I, and I ran into, uh, I forget his name. I Edgar, like, though. Yeah. Played Edgar. Oh, my God. Again. Yeah. Yeah, back-to-back days. Crazy. Anyways, um, ran into Tate Donovan. So where and- is he? <laughs> we have a seat for him. I kind of put it out there, and I didn't. It was the first mm. time I met him. I, mm. You know what I mean? No, if I, I run to him again this week, I'll say I didn't want to like. <laughs> so we we talked good ten ten minute conversation probably, and uh, and I said I without spoilers, just give me something, mm. give us something so we can pass along to the fans. And he said, I'll tell you this: one of the most intense. He said it just gets more intense than you could even more like you could even imagine. Mm. So I kind of had this idea like. I mean, we know it's going to be intense, but when at the end of tonight's episode, when it says a shocking twist or whatever it said, it said one final w- twist. One final twist. That's right. Yes. So it could be what he's alluding to. There's something that none of us see coming. Mm. We could guess predictions all day. And then mm-hmm. I said to Tate, I go, and is there anything you'd like to give? Because he doesn't have Twitter. He's like, I don't do any of that social media stuff, mm-hmm. which I respect. 
Uh, and I said, if there's, is there a message you want to give to the fans? And he goes, and I thought this was really funny. He goes, tell them I just hope they had a really good 4th of July. <laughs> well, let's hope they did then. Thanks. That's did t- you shake his hand? Twice. Which hand was it with? And then he made fun T- of my... Touch my uh, hand, so he, I have a little tate on me. And then he oh. made fun of my... I have a brand. <laughs> that sounded really bad. I have a brand <laughs> right here, and he made fun of my brand. Mm, he made fun of your brand? Yeah, so then we stopped talking about 24. Oh. But it was, okay. a, it was a great guy. So 24 is in his whole life. Yeah. I, despite what we saw <laughs> in uh, in the episode tonight, Tate's a great guy. Well, so very exciting. Really well, we have one more week. So if, well, it, if, Tate knows, if Tate knows about After Buzz and he's listening, hey, we'd love to have you on next week for the I, finale. He, he said he'd look it up. He, did. Oh, he right, said awesome. After Buzz, and I said, here's how you find it. Cool. So. Well, hopefully we'll hear. Hopefully he's going to check this out. Yeah, by the way, I don't want to forget that b- besides the fact that Tate Donovan isn't here. Thanks a lot, Danny. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Masters also isn't here this week. He uh, is uh, busy doing a, uh, another thing for After Buzz uh, that coincides sides with this one, but he'll be back next week. So which one of you is going to be the sarcastic person? Because we need one. We need show. one. We, we need our sarcastic I think, Jeff. I think we got enough of you. B- we got uh, enough with uh, you. I'll take over the uh, BT dubs uh, Okay. Statements. You do the oh, oh, are you going to get all hip-hoppity on it? On us? <laughs> hip-hoppity? Oh, oh gosh, like you're going to be more hip than I am. Hip-hoppity? <laughs> ben, ben back there, have you ever heard of hip-hoppity? I have no idea. Nope. So, so about 30 minutes <laughs> in, are you going to say, hip-hop-ity. about 30 minutes, are you going to be saying, come on, can we get can we get over this already? Can we just move on? I want to go home. That's a pretty good Jeff Masters voice. I don't he's know, the that... best. He's the best. I can't <laughs> even. I hope he's doing well. Guys. All right. Well, speaking of which, let's let's move forward on this because Ooh, there's nine a lot... minutes in. Let's go. Baby. Let's go. Well, <laughs> it was nine minutes, but not informative minutes. Of course. But now let's start recapping this episode because we leave off last week with something that I think is, is crazy. World War Three looks like it's about to start. Yeah. We have the uh, the sub the the nu- well it wasn't a nuclear sub but we have the American sub shooting mm-hmm. at the uh, Shenyang. Uh, aircraft carrier from China. And it, you know, this is something that's crazy. It's sinking. Thousands of soldiers may be dying. That's what President Wei said later on in the episode. Yeah. He might have been embellishing, but who knows. I do have one thing to say about this, though. Yeah. Uh, the CGI on the ship actually blowing up was was not great, and it reminded me of when they showed Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Like, the CGI of it just yeah. wasn't great. I was a little disappointed about that. I wanted to see... I mean, I know they're going to blow up, like, a freaking ship for the show, but I would like to see a little more realistic. I, I mean, story. come on. Your budget, you got only 12 episodes as opposed to 24 this year. Fox. Put a little more money in. That's it's Fox. That's oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, put a little more money yeah. in. Uh, and not to mention, yes, the CGI. And also, I thought there were a couple really weird shots in tonight's episode um, where we would pan to something, and I was like, what just happened? And I, yeah. I, maybe I was supposed to, but I felt really nauseous throughout the whole thing. Uh, that that was just me, though. And I agree about the CGI, and, and you've commented on it a couple times this season. Yeah. Well, Wembley was the worst one. This one was not as bad, but right. yeah, I totally understand what you're trying to say with that. Yeah, yeah but, I totally get that. Anyway, though, we're, so we're back here, and we already talked about this last week, but we know that tonight, Cheng says, China turned its back on me. It's not my country anymore. That's why yeah. he's doing well, this. Well, we, yeah, we definitely discussed Which, this last week. We, right. we, we figured out that Cheng was, you know, saying screw you. Yeah. yeah, ostracized by the Chinese. So this was his yeah. way of getting back with them. What we didn't realize, though, which I, fooled me until uh, later on, is that Cheng is actually in cahoots with uh, the Russians, or at least with uh, Stolnovich. Stolnovich, yeah. yeah. What in the world? I didn't see that coming. I predicted that a little bit, guys. You did? Okay. Yeah. There, I said, where, you... where's the connection between the Russians and the Chinese? And Go everybody ahead, said brush, there is brush no. That yeah, thank you. And you well, because I have all these crazy theories, I figure if I throw one of them out there, I might land, and this <laughs> one landed. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for, okay. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. So yes, absolutely. Uh, 
That was mean. I apologize. Oh, I love you. Man. I love you, Roxy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, uh, so Cheng has sent the order and there is a Chinese aircraft carrier that is sinking in the Thames River, I'm guessing, somewhere, somewhere in the Atlantic. Well, not a river. Thames River. Isn't oh. Thames a river? I'm in not London? sure. Hmm. Or, I don't know. All right. But let's say, is like, that Ben laughing at no, us in the sure, booth? I'm pretty sure it was the Mediterranean. <laughs> Okay. Because he said, yeah. he even said later, he said, well, we all know that your stance, Way said to Heller, he goes, we all know your stance on this ship wasn't. In the Mediterranean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, going to the Mediterranean. Got it. Never mind. I'm getting all London on you. A river. A river. Uh, anyway, I know. I messed <laughs> that one up. What would we do without Danny? Oh, I don't know. He's stuck in the river. Mr. Perfect Game. Got it. That's good. That's all I can contribute tonight. I got to go. But anyway, so let's talk a little bit about, let's let's start off at least talking about Heller's interaction with. President Way, because yeah. right now we're on the verge of World War Three, and, and the first thing, yeah, the first thing President Heller decides to do is get me, get me President Way uh, on yeah. Skype, on Skype, <laughs> on Skype. Get me on that Skype. Get me on that Skype. So they have this conversation, and of course, uh, you know, Heller saying we didn't do it. Uh, it was a mistake. He first said, and then he said it was an accident. I don't know if it was really a mistake. It, he should have just said what was going on. Well, it was a terrorist attack. I'll give him this. The way he played the conversation, mm-hmm. at first when he said, like, it was an accident, and he kind of he kind of lays these little crumbs out. It Thank was an accident. I actually accident. thought in my head, I was no, like, really that was good. the best <laughs> I ever It was really um, good. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as good. I should have stuck with the first one. Uh, <laughs> but then when he followed it up with, um, it, was, it, it wasn't him acting. He goes, that's not what I'm saying. It wasn't him acting on his own authority. Mm-hmm. He kind of only gave like little pieces and let way. He like kind of led way down the path he wanted the conversation to go. Because when he said accident, I was like, ah, you're kind of uh, making this like a lighter version of mm-hmm. what just happened because yeah. people just died. And he said, uh, you know, when he says that he's not acting, that's not what I'm saying. And then what does he follow that up with? He said it was an accident. And he said it was a mistake. And then he said they weren't under the con- it was uh, they got or- the ship got orders that weren't from he him. He believed it to be authentic. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. He goes, yeah. he's acting under an order that he believed to be authentic, mm-hmm. which leaves him to realize like, oh my gosh, there is something bigger going on here. So Way kind of understands the gravity of the situation. I do want to point out. I do want to point out somebody on YouTube on our. Um, uh, on YouTube on our, on our last week's show did post and, and we did talk, I think very briefly about this. Maybe we didn't talk on, on camera about it. Just that <laughs> we thought it was a little weird that a submarine will get an order to shoot a missile and not like double check. No, we not definitely mentioned something. that. We didn't mention that, yeah. right? Somebody, yeah, somebody on YouTube yeah. was also like, I can't believe that. And I, I, I agree I 100%. Concur. I can, we concurred on that. <laughs> we definitely concurred on that. But I, I think for the purposes of 24 moving fast and, Wanting to make certain people look like uh, their rash right. decisions, they, they just let that go. Well, let yeah. me ask you guys a question on this week. Yeah, Roxy, um, what is it? Honestly, maybe this is me just being too nice and being Team USA, but I felt like Way was being very harsh on Heller. Uh, why would Heller say that this wasn't his doing if it was his doing? If if he wanted to start a war, he would say, "I want to start a war." That's the U.S. doesn't really <laughs> hey, Scott, beat around the bush. Quick. I want to start a war. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Uh, I, yeah, unless he wanted it was a delay tactic. He, you know, he could be lying for like a delay. But I just I, feel like it's not his game. Yeah, I agree with you. And Way was like, oh, unless you can pro- provide proof otherwise, mm-hmm. which yes, it, it's nice to have proof. But I feel like if Heller's calling and being like. Uh, we're sorry. Well, I, Although he didn't really say, I'm so sorry, but I guess it wasn't his fault. You know it's what not else? his fault. <laughs> so why is he going to say, I'm sorry? I mean, he's trying sorry to stop. Sorry it happened? Sorry it happened, I guess. You know what else? 
to add fuel to her to mm-hmm. Roxy's fire. To Ooh, fuel to Roxy's fire. I love fuel my fire. Way hung up on Heller like he was a like they were in a relationship and he didn't want to hear anything else and he clicked it off. <laughs> oh, God. I hate when we're done. Do so yeah. are, you, are you saying That's there's a theory childish. that they actually had an affair at some point? And no, just like, not even close. Well, That's I can see we Roxy going, going Roxy there. Roxy go there. Yeah, but one time he hung up on him like a 13 year old girl in mm. 1976. <laughs> Kidding. Well, I know I'm just trying to think of when I was, I was trying to remember when I was born, thinking about when I was 13 and then people hanging up on, on me. Yeah, it's, it's the oh, rudest so. thing you can do, somebody. President should not do it to There's each other. There's the applause. There's the applause you wanted before Danny. that I don't want to enter. <laughs> oh, Danny. But, you know, at the same time, I could understand. I, they talked a little bit later in the episode about uh, Wei's position because there are hardliners in China who obviously have some animosity against yep. the Americans. Mm-hmm. And he's got to also, you know, he's got to be there and answer to them as well, the hardliners. So, of course, they're going to have to retaliate. That's the way he's looking at it. He can't yeah. just take the president's story at face value. It kind of like what he was saying is that even if they produce the evidence mm-hmm. that the hardliners would still want to attack the United States because it's they finally just gave us reason. Well, to. they actually made it sound like even if they show they prove the overwrite device exists and they bring them Chen Cheng that uh, excuse me Cheng that uh, the hardliners may still want. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, sorry, that's what you said. We're so, all concurred. We yep, all concurred. Yeah. I just concurred differently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so very very interesting with that, and of course that makes Heller want uh, Jack and everybody else to go after Cheng and get the override device. Device. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Jack, we see Jack in the middle of that firefight at the very beginning of the episode, and uh, and of course everyone. Here's what threw me off a little bit. I thought it was really interesting. Everyone. Uh, Everyone saw that the Russians were there, and they figured, oh, the Russians are in on it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, the Russians aren't in on it. Boudreaux, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying it right, Boudreaux, uh, Mark Boudreaux said uh, he sent them after Heller. Yeah. I'm sorry. He sent them after Jack. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe it was going to start being really confusing that the Russians weren't involved. And then we find out that the Russians really were in cahoots with Chang, which was so weird. Right. To me. Uh, and so we find out. Twice in the episode, they mention why this is beneficial to the Russians. Yeah. Um, so what everybody's wanting is, or obviously not China, but what these terrorists are wanting is China and the U.S. to start a war together mm-hmm. or be against each other in war. And then the Russians come out on top. Yeah. Because. Well, the Russians get to do whatever they want to do with Eastern Europe. They mentioned they mentioned right. they start to take more control over Eastern Europe. And you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was waiting for. The best part when Jack goes, you idiot. To Mark. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. You don't want to be called an idiot by Jack Bauer. Mm. But it's like there's a million words he could have used. And I wasn't mad at him for using idiot. Oh, even no. though that's yeah. Probably low on my list of words I would use to call someone a name that I don't like them in that situation. But even it's way low. But the way Jack Bauer says it, oh yeah, it makes idiot like hold so much water. But what was so great about that too is just the way the whole episode was set up. I mean, first of all, yeah. uh, Bauer Bauer talks to the president when Audrey's listening in, of course, and Mark's there, and he talks about about the Russians being involved, and you see that look on uh, Boudreaux's face where he's just like, uh oh, yeah, oh, this is where I kind of screwed up. Absolutely. So we totally see that, and then when we when Jack finds out his comm link was being traced. Hello. And only only the CIA office and the White House had access to that information. He was able to put two and two together. Well, he didn't even put two and two together. Uh, Eric's man, what's our Molly's name? Gavin. Gavin. Well, he's not a Molly. We no, thought I know. He was we, a call, mole. We, we just call him that. Yeah. But Gavin and Eric say it was Mark. 
They straight yeah. up said that to him. Yeah, they said it well, was. He goes, and Mark Bedreau requested that information. Yeah, yeah. So, so pretty much, he. Yeah, well, there was no two and two. It was this. Well, two and two is a pretty easy explanation. You know, I, I, I you don't guess. have to really use a pen and paper and for Jack. So. Son of a bee and rolls out. <laughs> yeah, yes. but guys, I just have to mention. I said this out loud to you guys during the show. I try to usually save it for the after show, but I just thought it was so epic when Kate turns to him and gives him advice. She says, "Aim for the propane tanks." Uh, Jack, oh, shootout, Jack yes. didn't have time to respond to that, but I'm sure he was thinking, "No crap, n- n- idiot! <laughs> Kate, come on, Kate couldn't have said it better myself. Kate's smart. She can. Oh, absolutely. She can hold but, her own with him. But there's no way he was like, oh, never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think, I think he's going to stop and go and look at Kate and go, really? <laughs> hey, telling me how to do my job? How awesome would that tur- moment have been? I think it turned her on. I think we saw the birth of her. I was just about to say, Danny, there is <laughs> no way that there is. <laughs> I disagree. Look, you know what? Our fans on YouTube, a lot of them actually took Roxy and Jeff's side and said that they, if they saw something happening, it would be with Audrey. But let me just say, everyone who keeps thinking that it's a father-daughter relationship, that's a lot of crap. If you look at Hollywood these days, uh, you know, there are so many older <laughs> men, younger girls dating, dating their, dating their daughters, daughters in the It has nothing to do with their age. Cinema. It doesn't have to do with their age. It's their relationship. Yeah, I, I, I still... understand that. However... Also, like ten minutes ago, I really liked the way you said, "Was it patience?" <laughs> no, it's something. <laughs> Roxy, you can flirt with me after the show. <laughs> also, patience. Well, look, many times here, as here's you want. what I'll say. Look, <laughs> here, here, here's what I'll say about Our this whole thing. Our fans don't have the patience for us to talk about the fact. Yeah, there you go. The patience. The fact that Kate's husband is dead just at le- at the very least adds the possibility <laughs> of sexual tension. The way. The, the no. way. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me finish. No, he's a life coach. He let, knows okay. let me finish. Yeah, okay. Fact. No, no. Uh, the 24 writers, it, it's happened in previous seasons where they don't have the whole season fleshed out. Like, uh, I remember reading Flesh, interviews. Flesh, sexual? I see where you're going with this. No, what, what, what it is is they don't, sometimes they end up changing gears halfway through the season and they start uh, changing characters and mm-hmm. moving things around. Yeah, yeah. So I think the fact that she didn't have a husband also gives that possibility that writers could have always gone there. She's got a hold of it. doesn't mean they're going to, but it just means it gives the possibility yeah. of she's available, she's single. Nando, that <laughs> I would just be... say that. He's single. <laughs> she's got a hole in her heart to it's, fill. There's a, it's, she's got a hole in her heart to fill. Single, yes, but that would be under the assumption that they knew that he was dead when they were writing this. I thought before we knew that Adam was dead, she was going to end up back with Adam. Well, look, I mean, again, that was at the beginning of the episode, but that always leaves a possibility. I smell now, you're stepping in. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hey, I just disagree. And if, and if Audrey, <laughs> and if Audrey was going to hook up with Jack, I think, I think Boudreaux would have been probably killed this episode with everything that was going on. So, yeah, and yeah. Up with him an hour later. Yeah. Or 13 max hours we'll, later. We'll see about Would Boudreaux have gotten the silent no. clock? Would he have had uh, he been killed? He did have that no. redeeming moment in the car mm-hmm. where I feel like Jack, even though he was looking at him like the side, you know, the side of his face, he did have that redeeming moment where he's just like, "Look!" I, and the way the music was edited behind it for was to translate for us fans mm-hmm. to feel like, "Shoot, this guy made a mistake," and he's like, "I hope he doesn't go in the house and die." Because, shoot, he made a mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, you know what? We all make mistakes. It's mm-hmm. a, like that's how I felt oh, as a fan. Definitely, when the gun came out, I was really feeling bad for him. And I do think you would have gotten a silent count, but I don't. I, don't, I didn't see him dying. Well, yeah, he was. It, well, let's let's get into that in a second. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely want to go back uh, a little bit. We're pulling Jeff. I just want to go back a little bit and talk about um, the, the phone call because we we wound out a couple of times because I thought that was a really awesome scene. The phone call between Jack and Audrey when Jack yeah. uh, realized that Mark was behind uh, the Russians tracking him. Yeah, and he called and I, I I wrote it down. I have it somewhere around here. But Mark's pretty much calling to talk about. I'm sorry, Jack's calling to talk about Mark. I got and the you. first words out of uh, Audrey's mouth are "kill, kill him. him," which Jack Wait, was can like. We all do it together. One, yeah. two, three. Kill, kill him. him. 
That was a creepy moment. Okay, that was creepy. Guys. Ben, you didn't join us. One, two, three. Kill, Kill him. him. I still didn't hear Ben. Well, I was there. Oh. Uh, he was there. And <laughs> and Jack harmony. pretty much did oh, a little... It, it, you couldn't really hear him, but I bet you if you could, he'd be doing like Scooby-Doo, like... Rrr? <laughs> you know, I can't picture it was Jack like, from really? Scooby. No, but it was just like he Maybe obviously thought raspier. Like, oh, aren't we supposed to be hippity hoppity today? He would have been like, <laughs> okay. Anyway, though, as actual quotes that they did say, and not things we just picture them saying. Okay, Roxy. He goes on to say okay. his whole spiel, which so basically she's talking about kill him, as mm-hmm. in not killing, as Chang. in Chang, not in Mark killing Chang. He was calling to say about Mark. To talk about he Mark. He doesn't end up saying Mark's name, but he does say mm-hmm. there's going to be some stuff that happens. Things have gotten complicated. Things have gotten, right. Things are going to happen. I don't want you to and hate I me for the rest. And I just don't want you to hate me forever. And she says, I could never hate you. I, I never have. And I, like the the woman inside me, lost it. Like, this is just the most romantic, There amazing. is a woman inside her. <laughs> Let me say it. this, because you just said this a second ago. No, sir, I'm glad you wrote those quotes down, because I forgot how touching that moment was. It was really a beautiful was. scene. The woman inside me lost it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody said that. That's what somebody no, said. No, no, no. I want to say this for real. You just mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jack was calling Audrey, and we kind of briefly, for those of you listening, the three of us paused the show and talked about this for a brief moment. I thought initially that he was calling her to say, hey, look, Mark gave away my stuff. I might have to punch your husband in the face. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think that's what it was. And now that I'm thinking through it and seeing the rest of the episode, I think he was calling to say, hey, look, um, this is what's going on with, with Chang. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen. I know it's going to be hard for us because this is a guy who both potentially, you know, who both affected our lives in huge ways. And he's going to die today. Like... I think that that was the only the focus of the conversation. I don't, I don't, do I don't agree with you, and here's why. Because he was so shocked when she was talking about Chang. He didn't know she was on the speakerphone. And in fact, you know, the look on her face when, when she heard Jack say that Chang was alive, that was another look but that we But the gravity saw. of the situation, he called while they were driving, and the gravity was to say like that he realized and he was letting her know, like, hey, he but is alive. But why would she hate him for killing Chang? Okay. Why would he say, I don't want you to hate me for the rest of your life if he's going to kill Chang? I'm very much between you two. I think he was calling because he had two things You're to tell You're the woman her. between us. I, okay. The woman inside her is between just us. Just trying to keep a GPS on your location. <laughs> the woman inside Roxy is actually between <laughs> us right now. We put a tracking device yes. on you. I yes. just want to know where you are. I better not time. take it off or you guys are going to lose me. Um, okay, so here I am between you guys because I think that he was calling and yes he was going to tell her about Chang but he was Mm -hmm. also going to say I I think things are going to happen today he knew very well he was going to confront Mark and he needed to know that Audrey was not going to hate him. He was calling to say no matter what. Okay, well, I'm going to say this just because I think the writing for the scene was so spot on. Right. I'm going to I'm going to say it was really awesome. I, the way I perceived it at least was Jack was talking about one thing and Audrey was talking about something else, but it made complete sense to the other side what they were saying even though they meant different things. Yes, but which but, I thought was great for the writers and I think honestly for the writers, I think that's a super super awesome thing that they did. If you want to look at it that way, I have no problem with that. We could perceive it. No, it's, I'm with you. I agree yeah. that it was great what they did, but you have to give Jack credit enough to know that he knew what Audrey was talking about. She might not have known what he was talking about, but he was very aware what she was talking about. He knew she had no idea about Mark. So in, in that world, Who's Jack, on first? I don't know. Uh, I, don't I think Jack, that just made sense. I, I didn't, think Jack was it, calling to confess that he's in love with Kate. <laughs> The woman inside me does not agree with that. The woman inside me 
Loves Kate. <laughs> wow, hmm. we are. Where is Jeff? I didn't know right there was one. Jeff, we need Jeff right now. That way. I didn't either. We totally need Jeff right now. Uh, oh, oh God! Would be making <laughs> the woman inside him. What Jeff would be saying? Oh my oh, God! My God. Jeff, <laughs> when you watch this, you're probably going to scream out loud laughing. <laughs> well, anyway, so let's get uh, let's get back on track. So Jack Kill ends him. up going to the White House, which yeah. surprises the hell out of everybody. Pulls Boudreaux and uh, pulls. I'm going to say Boudreaux like crazy because I know I'm finally getting it right. Uh, <laughs> and Heller to another room, and then he just goes totally like on top of Boudreaux, like well, he's going to punch the hell out of him. You still kind of say the boo very strongly. It's just kind of like Boudreaux. Boudreaux. I'm just yeah. surprised though. Like he pulls a gun in the White House in a room in front of the, the president. president. How did I? I How'd you get Jack in Bauer, there, Jack? Because like, it's Jack Bauer. Still, no. that was a little for me. But I do like Jack's play, and I love that Jack thought it through. And then it's cool to see someone like Jack. Bauer, who like obviously he's smart, he's good in tactical situations mm-hmm. and in in the field he's in. But then he walks into a room with two of the most politically powerful people that we have mm-hmm. in the United States, and he realizes a political situation that the chief of staff didn't even realize and calls him an idiot in front of the president. Like it's so cool to see the dynamics of both ends of the spectrum. And Jack Bauer is just so and Heller agrees with so him. So intelligent, he, he, and yeah. Heller pretty much agrees with him. He's like, you idiot! What would he have to gain? Like yeah. that was just that moment for me takes Jack Bauer to even another level. Like. Political yeah. prowess, and one hundred percent, and the juxtaposition of that and Mark's. I'm sorry. Say something better than <laughs> yeah, that. I love that. Say sorry. something better than I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. Sorry. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Tate Donovan is, by the way, it's Mark Boudreaux. Yeah. Boudreaux. I'm trying to say like Boudreaux. You know, Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Yeah. Uh, and and French. Mark says that you know, I mean, his reasons for getting Jack, uh, you know, getting the Russians to get Jack is because Bauer is a political liability. And mm-hmm. uh, one thing he almost did a little like a few good men type of speech with, uh, you know, like Nicholson, like you can't handle the truth. He's yeah. like, my job is to keep your hands clean, so mine get dirty. You know, yeah. it's kind of like one of those little things for a second. And, yeah. and that was him saying something better than I'm sorry. No, stick with the I'm sorry if that's I'm what sorry. you're gonna do. It was just so bad. <laughs> and then. The best part, the topping on all of this, is the president saying he's going to try him for treason, Wait, and Jack saying, "I'm just kidding. I still need him. My woman is on top, clearly." And, and anyway, he says, "I can still use him." Yes. Yeah. Oh, so Shoot. now Jack's actually going to save you from being tried for treason. You idiot! I don't know if that means he's going to be tried from treason. It just means that he needs him first. Yeah, he's he's, he's delaying the inevitable. But but you know, considering the the amount of danger that he's putting Mark in, I mean, treason might be a better deal for him. But there was kind of that moment in the car, in the back of the car, when. Mark's like, so what? Like, what's going to happen? And they're basically, and Jack's like, well, I would say stay low. Yeah. Amazing. Basically, like, you might get shot is kind of what the understanding was. What like, happens when the bullets start to fly? Yeah, what happens with the bullets? You're going right. to want to stay low. You're gonna, he's like, and you're going to want to say, look, kind of like you might die, but fine, sure, stay low, yeah. I guess. Here's my advice to you. I'm going to give you the most half-blanked answer that I can. Yeah. Hmm. Like... You're gonna want to stay low because uh, at that point, you have blanks, by the way, my mom. I know last you told week. me last week I felt really bad. I went home and I like prayed and cried and felt really bad about oh, it. So thanks for saying blank. You're welcome, <laughs> Danny's mom. You're welcome. There you oh. go. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so um, so Mark's going into that uh, Stolovich's house. Yeah. And he has his earpiece. He has a little camera where the American flag lapel is, camera, a yeah. lapel camera, and he's going in there. And I find it, you know, it was really interesting to see him talking, asking for asylum. 
to get in and, and his whole play to get in there. He got creative. Uh, he got clever. really creative. I, I, yeah. I give him credit. He was ac- actually able to think on his feet, get mm-hmm. his hands dirty, because yeah. that's his job to get his hands dirty. You know what? And it was kind of cool to see, like, Jack told him, like, sell it. Sell it. Basically put Mark out there. So Mark Coffee is for closers. Sell it. Now he's like, now he really wants to impress Jack. Yeah. You get this thing, like, I need to impress. Like, I gotta shoot. I gotta make this right. <laughs> and he does, like, he really commits to the role of selling it and making it right. I have a question, though. Uh, in, like nine years of uh, <laughs> nine seasons of twenty four, nine days of twenty four. Okay, yeah. where Jack always has this earpiece on, and it seems like every every agent has this you know hidden earpiece that they can just walk in, and no one ever notices it. You know, here comes Mark going in. They decide to check him. They put they wand him and everything, mm-hmm. and the wand they don't even think to look in his ear. And I guess the wand does not. Uh, I guess I guess the, the lapel camera is not metal enough, maybe to register with the wand or something. Yeah. Or maybe because it's a maybe because there's a pin I mean, there. You think we've beaten that technology? You think that we'd figure that out or something? I just feel like uh, you want them to check the ears. Yeah, that's check what the, you, yeah. I just feel like it seems like every special agent has an earpiece, and no one ever looks to see if if they have an earpiece. And I just find that a little odd. Yeah, that's a good I, point. I agree. But technology these days, yeah, come on. I mean, don't they put? Don't they also put them in teeth now? Like they'll put a uh, they'll put a signal in your back tooth. I would think. Well, I would think this is the Russians. I would think they would be. You know, just they wouldn't be like the TSA. You huh. know, like. Do you want to do a full body or whatever, you know? 2014. Here's an, here's an idea. 2014. <laughs> here's an idea, American government. I have an idea for the American what government. What is it, Danny? What's, what's the idea, Danny? Danny's idea for the American government. Earrings. Hmm. Oh. Earring comms. Like for women, earring comms. You're allowed to wear earrings. And, or for men. If or they, for men, too. Yeah. If they wand you, you're mm-hmm. allowed to have an earring. They don't make you take out your earrings, but if it's got a little thing in it that sends the little vibrations right up into it's already in your ear. But do you think maybe you'd be able to hear it? Your cartilage. There you go. I don't know. But there you go, military. Maybe the latest in spyware, thanks to so Danny now Hoy. You'll he gets ten percent. Secret agents based on whether they have cartilage piercings or not. Mm. Secret agent man. Secret agent man. <laughs> uh yes. <laughs> Thanks for my solo. You know, I want to come back. Shoe phones like Dick Tracy or, or, like, or get, get smart. smart. Get smart. Ah, yes. <laughs> you know what? I want to come back. Kim, his daughter. Yeah, I do too. If we can Skype, Kim is not coming with President back. Way, we can Skype Actually, with Kim. Yeah, if I it's... might get a spoiler from Tate about. Oh, I'm, just, I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna lie. No, no, I didn't ask him about it. Don't I didn't you ask dare! Don't did, you dare! I'm teasing. I didn't even, no. I didn't even think to ask. You him. just got my hopes up. Uh, but I would like to see. There's two people I'd like to see in the final episode. I'm just going to say. I know who you're going to say. Tony and Tony Kim. Almeida and Kim. Yeah, and I don't think we're going. And Michelle I think, because she's back. No, Michelle's not back. Michelle. <laughs> it was a joke. Michelle, oh, Michelle. I know. I know. Love her. Uh, <laughs> I love her. Well, we'll we'll the talk about the finale. Me loves her. Oh yes, I'm sure the woman inside she's you loves got her. Got a really unique type. The and woman the man inside on the outside of me well, also loved her. Mark was <laughs> pretty. More. Mark when when Makes when sense. the ish hit the fan, if I may say ish. Uh, you may. I may. Okay, because I'm hippity hoppity. <laughs> uh, when the ish hits the fan, uh, Mark kind of steps up. You know, he's in the room with Stalovich and, and yeah. he goes for the gun, and he was pretty badass there for a second, fighting for his life. Yeah, yeah, it's just really interesting how Jack preps people he cares about and how he doesn't. And like you were saying, Danny, he's like, uh, stay low. And when we see Mark in there, Jack was like, I'm not going to feed you any lines of how to get out of here or mm-hmm. what to do with this guy. Mm-hmm. Figure it out or die. What do I care? You know, and and he doesn't die. But I almost think that Jack would have rathered. Uh, Stom- how do you say it? Stomlovich. Stomlovich. Live than Mark. Uh, well, sounds like a sandwich. 
I'm sure he, he would have rather had Slavich hmm. uh, live because he wants to get information about Chang from him. But right. I don't know if he wants to. I don't know if it would be an either or. And I and I think yeah, maybe Jack could have prepped Mark a little bit better. But at the same time, I think he still knows that Mark is married. Again, he he said in that phone call, yeah. which I still believe he was talking about Mark, that he doesn't want Audrey to hate him for the rest of his life because he doesn't know what Audrey feels about Mark. So he right. doesn't want to do that. So I think I think he's pissed off at him for being a traitor. But I think he also figures that a court will. Uh, Find him guilty and let them handle it. You know, he's, he's trying to get Cheng right now. Yep. So, but anyway, Stolovich with a big ass piece of glass from the battle with, uh, with Mark. Everybody on knows. His neck. Everybody knows mm-hmm. when you get punctured, you don't pull it out. Yeah. We all knew he was a goner. And once guys, he did if you didn't know out there, Mm-mm. just Mm-mm. if, if you ever happen to be in a situation where something impales you or punctures you, mm-hmm. Goodness sakes, don't pull it out. We I need, can't talk about this anymore. Do we have it the more you know disgusting. graphic? Do we have the more you know uh, sound I really effect? can't. We gotta well, move how does, on. How does this? the more you know sound thing go? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Wait, hold on, let me I'm say not, it again. Totally if something prepared, gets in your so. neck, don't pull it out. I. What does happen? We just love that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, and by the way, a very cringeworthy scene. Yeah, we were all, I mean, and Jeff is probably the most cringeworthy out of all of us. It's a good thing. One would have been on the floor. He would have been on the floor in a fetal position from that scene. (laughs) Uh, If Jeff is listening to this podcast, come on. You guys, at this moment, I was like, what's wrong with you guys? No flinches from either of you. You were flinching? you flinched. The women yeah, inside you flinched. That's what I'm saying. No flinches from either of you. I was sitting there thinking, how can they not be flinching? I was like, not okay. I thought I flinched. You know what I did? I closed my eyes. <laughs> I did the thing my mom taught me to do when I was real young. She would earmuff me and blindfold me and bad things came on TV and people said bad words. Oh, I just thought you guys were trying to impress me by being like manly men. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's, your eyes yeah, that is obviously that's what, what we were doing, doing Roxy. That's, what, like, that's exactly it. it was. Just a little blood. It was. Just a little, just wipe <laughs> that up. No. Totally. Just put a band-aid on him and send him on his way. <laughs> totally. So, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. Feel good. So, and, uh, and under pressure, you know, under pressure literally <laughs> and physically. <laughs> uh, under pressure, <laughs> Solovich still does not want to give Jack any information about Chang. Still about, says for the crimes that he's committed, he gets to pay. How about a round of applause for Stolnovich? You're, ble- you're bleeding out and you decide to get your last, the last words you get, not I love you, not praying, not trying to go to, he just gets this word words out to Jack just mm-hmm. to let him that know. their government is still coming after him yeah. and how weird would it have been if instead he said I love you <laughs> Jack I you love were, you I love all of you I love you humanity hoping. and I want to live you were hoping I, for that, go to you? I love you and here's where Chang is <laughs> like no it wasn't happening I know nice. it's not going to happen but one time I want to see something like that happen mm. yeah it's death. It would be nice. He's about to die. But he doesn't and you get don't a, care because you're a man. He does not get a silent but countdown. I don't care because I'm a man. He does not get a silent countdown. No, he he just does. He, he and, might not, not even get flowers. And Mark is still alive, and Mark somehow survived this whole thing. Yeah. So... Uh, and Jack just still doesn't know where Chang is. So, meanwhile, what we've skipped over, let's talk a little bit about Chang. Uh, I mean, when we started the episode, he was still over in Adrian Cross's lair with all the dead bodies, including your favorite Indian girl, who's mm-hmm. dead. She I, got another cameo. They showed a little close-up of yeah. her again. Yeah. She, she's dead. really killing it. She probably got a little extra, like, 50 bucks for that yeah, uh, cameo that. this week. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. Sag rate for dead bodies these days. Yeah, probably incredible. And, uh, of course, they've, uh, discover, <laughs> they discover that, uh, they, they were discovered with the tracking device 
device on the override device. So they yeah. got rid of that. Chloe did a couple little cool moves with the phone. She recorded, uh, she recorded Chang. So that's how Jack awesome. got to find out was Chang. You're pretty trying awesome. my patience, Miss O'Brien. Do not cause me more trouble. Than I know. That, that was pretty awesome. You're trying my patience, Miss O'Brien. That was good. That's better. That was good. You're really killing it with impressions tonight. That was good. I did still want to practice this in the mirror. I did practice you one. Did. Can, I still want to see. Yeah, go ahead. You're trying my patience, Miss O'Brien. No, your first times are always better. You're trying my patience, Miss O'Brien. That was no, that was like no, <laughs> that was I okay. Dang that was okay. You, you, I still kind of stop where you're at. I still kind of want to see Chang from Community be be the villain, but I, I'm I'm okay with it. Okay, uh, add him to the list of people I'd like to see in the finale. Oh, Chang? Yeah. Oh, Cam, I mean, uh, Tony, oh my God, that would be so awesome if he had a cameo. I mean, if if uh, Abed if Abed could be in the Captain America movie, I think Chang could be in Twenty Four. Fair. Uh, Fair enough. Anyway, oh, Jack Bauer could be on Saturday Night Live. That'd be awesome. Which too. he was. He was. Well, let's. Well, he was. Yeah, Keither was on. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about Chloe because Chloe oh. got really badass in this episode. Oh my gosh, she I, got pretty damn badass. I'm confused. Why is that? Where has this Chloe been? We have seen her in previous season, seasons. Yes, she's pulled a knife and a gun on people mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. but this wasn't like Chloe with her back against the wall oh, no, kind no. of doing. She wound up and was railing on these guys. Yeah. Where? Has this Chloe been? Uh, well, I mean, the she's got... The woman inside her is very yeah. excited. You are aroused <laughs> yeah. by Chloe uh-huh. O'Brien. Well, don't forget, uh-huh. we're, we're no, looking at... the woman inside me. We're looking at Get goth right. Chloe. This season's been goth yeah. Chloe. This is yeah. what I was going to say. I think that she's accessed a deeper part of herself. Mm-hmm. That it's just, she's got these, you know, she's got tension about her husband and her son dying. Yeah, yeah. I agree, but we saw last week her, like... Prissily running to the car. Wait, wait. Oh, that's right. Hey, that was a pretty life, literally life or death. And she knows, like, hey, I either got to get out of here. I'm probably gonna die. It's fight or flight. In this case, she fought and then she flew out yeah. of the car. But uh, also, uh, also, it was like snow patrols. Tell me that you'll open your eyes. And she's like, there with her eyes closed, and that's what's going on in my head. Yeah. If we sing another song, I think we have to pay royalties this episode, <laughs> this this, uh, this show. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, I, I think also like Chloe knows how dangerous. Dangerous Cheng is. It's different yeah. between running away from Adrian Cross, her kind of sort of boyfriend, uh, and then running away from Cheng. I loved it. I loved it. I loved Especially it. Especially since she knows what Cheng has done to Jack and to Audrey. Well, she knows that whole thing about the torture. And fast forwarding it to the end of the episode, we see her open her eyes. So we know she's going to be a crucial She took part. a nice little nap. That's a nice way in 24. Like, uh, you know, it's kind of like WWE when they have like multiple wrestlers <laughs> and they only need to show two at a time. They're like, someone just kind of takes a nap until yeah. they, they revitalize and come back up. But uh, yeah, so Chloe took a nap and we saw her wake up in the final moments but but pretty smart uh move jumping out of course chang and his men go chasing after them and then of course a british convoy comes by and Doesn't they don't recognize him. chang because i guess they all believe that he's dead too and they everyone don't believes he's dead they do not care at all but you know what i think uh chang did a smart move for him and left they had to leave chloe because yeah. they they had a time crunch themselves don't yeah. you ever think if these people all just communicated on some sort of aim chat that they would know that chang was alive but people still don't believe chang's alive yeah but just like, like throw Wei it out there as it. a rumor no, I, just, I just want to put this out there if chang had an aim screen name i would hope it'd be something like bangkok mother effa oh yeah. god mm-hmm. you're getting hippity hoppity although i don't know uh, if your mom liked that one i, I would <laughs> think it'd be <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't use well that that's word. why i want chang because if it was Chang, Chang would Kidding. do stuff like that. Chang would be Changalicious yeah. or something. Anyway, uh, I have so. Some- 
juicy predictions. I know you do. We're almost up to that. So, uh, so Chloe has escaped and Chloe took a nap and she's awake at the end of the episode. Meanwhile, Audrey, who tries to take, uh, matters into her own hands as far as trying to get the Chinese, uh, the information about the override device mm-hmm. and Cheng has a little, um, you know, a little 10, 11 p.m. or whatever, 11 p.m. meeting, 10 p.m. meeting. Rendezvous. Rendezvous with, uh, with someone she knows from the Chinese embassy. Yeah. And oh. holy crap, that whole scene at the very end. Cheng apparently had a sniper who was watching this whole thing and knew what was going down and killed everyone except for Audrey. And mm-hmm. then they call him, they call, he calls her on her cell and just the, just listening to his voice, kind of like what Jack said, I'll never forget this voice. Audrey yeah. got tortured by him as well. So just her hearing his voice, you see the stricken look on her face. Sit I, back down and maybe I will let you live. Yes. I was shocked. Mm. I was shocked when everybody died around, like, I, yeah. I felt like we were setting up the scene and yeah. she had her connect and they were going to go to the father and that was going to be the way that somehow this yeah. got, nope. So Cheng, flies. Cheng loses Chloe, but gains looks like he gains Audrey yep. at least for the moment. Yeah. So and, and I don't know what to toss up. Who's more important to Jack, Chloe or Audrey? So so right now where we're at going into the uh, se- season finale is World War Three still may happen because Wei is attacking uh, yeah. forces in Asia. And it showed on the computer that they were coming to one. There was some line coming, the proverbial sand, and they're both coming towards. And, and they took out up. the satellites, and they took out the satellites. So the president, nobody, none of the Americans really have any idea until they get something else in place. Yeah. Until they get something else in place. And we bumped up to DEFCON 3. That's right. DEFCON so, 3. Yeah. So things raise, are getting... Raise the level. Raise the level. So things are getting <laughs> a little hectic uh, as far as the as far as far the U.S. government, as far as Heller's concerned. Yeah. We do, still are trying to chase after Cheng because Cheng will, at least catching Cheng, will prove that the Americans weren't behind the uh, the hit on the Shenyang. And uh, and Audrey looks to be captive, at least right now, held in place in this park uh, by one of Cheng's men. So we got any uh, predictions. So let's go to I predictions. Predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. So, so far we know, as, as we've said several times, and you, you confirmed that the last episode is gonna actually take place within 13 hours. So it's very atypical of a 24 episode. It's yeah. gonna actually be 13 hours within an hour show. So what can we is it surmise? 13 hours within an hour? No, it would be 11. A- it would be 13 hours. 13. Because okay. there were 11 episodes so got far, it. plus 13 is 24. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. Okay, got I'm it. Caught up. So should we should we talk about before we do predictions? Should we talk about what we saw because we kept playing right. back the the finale? And by the way, I know there's at least one person who posted in the past. They don't even like knowing uh, about like what comes up in the following. They don't watch scenes from next yeah, week. So if you're that person, so if you're that person, turn it down. I'll tell you what. I'm going to hold up Maria's book as long as I hold up Maria's book, um, uh, which is great in case of World War Three, the Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. Because of course, when World War Three happens, you want to be prepared. Yep. I'm going to hold this up oh, while yeah. we're talking spoilers. So what? What did we see uh, from scenes for next week? Well, what brings Jack to tears? He's crying. Yeah, and a final twist that we won't expect. It said one final twist. One final twist. We saw Chloe say, She's uh, I'm your only, only friend. friend. Yep. So apparently there I'm might your, be some I'm double cross your going on. Your only friend remaining. Your only friend remaining. So yeah. some kind of double cross going on. Or maybe somebody going passed on. away because we see a coffin away. with the American we flag. We see a coffin with the American flag. Could that be the president? Could, could it be Audrey? Could it be? Could it be Mark? We say the president faint. 
We saw the president faint. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Faint. And then we see, so Audrey sitting on this bench, we see Kate show up and turn her gun towards the sniper. Mm-hmm. Right. So it something, like somehow they knew that he got called or they found Audrey and they get there quickly. So Kate right. gets there at least. It seemed like there. she jumped in front. And we see what looks like Jack, Jack is on a ship. So Jack definitely goes to the docks where uh, Cheng is, it looks like. We can only assume. Yeah. But we also see Mark. We see Mark. It looked like he was at gunpoint by Chang. On his and he was captive. And we yeah. all, yeah, something like that. And we hear the president say, permission to engage. Mm. Okay. Damn. I'm going to put down Maria Menosa's book, uh, which is hit number three. I think it topped at number three, New York Times yeah, bestseller. Put it down there. Available in finer bookstores. I have one And on let's bookshelf. go. I do too. And uh, we're going to go into our actual prediction. So based on everything we just talked about, yeah. what do you guys think is going to happen next week? Roxy, no, 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 no. That's you, Danny. No way. Jose. Okay, we're starting with Nando then. I'm the host. I go last. Okay, I guess. Um, I still think we're definitely going to get a Jack Audrey moment, although we didn't see that the way that I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I think if I had to guess who's dying, at this point it might be Audrey. You think Audrey's going to die? I think maybe. Wow, that's interesting. I should have went first, so... <laughs> I think okay. I think we lose Audrey. You think we lose yeah. Audrey. And so I stole your prediction when I tried to give you the courtesy of I know you mm. did. I agree with you, Roxy, and I agree with Roxy. Everyone See, that's the benefit there. of going first, because if you say 47 something, minutes in, you hear that? Yeah. It's that's good. my favorite number, right? That's why it's good, good to go first. For this next minute. I, 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 think that we, I think we lose somebody crucial, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have a feeling it's, it's Audrey, and we might also lose Mark. Mm. I know that would be heavy. Um, but I think the, I think Mark might happen first. Here's, and we lose Audrey in like a huge pivotal. Mm-hmm. Here's a really scary thought and a really crazy thought because this was an, a TV event. This was not Jack. This was, yeah, this was not Keith or Sutherland saying we're going to bring twenty four back. This was another you know with live another day, and on its own, do we see maybe Jack being the one that dies? No. Or or do we see that casket being for Jack, but Jack somehow fakes his death? Yes. Something along those lines, I could see. I think 24 fans would be livid if Jack died. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You can't kill Jack. You can't. You cannot. You cannot kill Jack Bauer. <laughs> Holy smokes. Do you hear him? No, the gravity is like thinking about it. Like, it absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm a 24 fan. It cannot happen. Mm-hmm. I think that they fake his death. Yeah. And I think Jack just slides away into obscurity. So you think that he casket might be for Jack then? Or it, do you think it's, it's going to be? possible. Well, I think Audrey would have a similar casket. I don't know if Audrey would have a casket with the American flag. Yeah. She, she's, not a, she's not a soldier. Neither would Jack. However, hmm. if... Well, she was held captive, so... Yeah, but like it, it does. It, that could be, be for display, to like amp up the level of it, mm-hmm. to show that it was an American. Got but it. I think you could be really onto something there. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Absolutely. Well, then that's my prediction right there, that Jack... Uh, Jack's death Done. has been faked, and Done. that he you gets to live another day. Hippity hop, hip and a hop, dip. He gets to live another day. A hip to the hop. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, Mr. Perfect Game, Danny Hoyt, where can we find you during the week? We can find me right after this, talking uh, all things Bachelor with uh, the lovely Courtney Robertson's going to be here in studios, which is oh. awesome. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Hoyt, D-A-N-N-Y-H-O-Y-T. And Roxy Stryer, where can we find you? You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And you, I believe you can find Jeff Masters on Twitter at Jeff Masters one mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah. I, I'll play I got his Twitter handle right. And we'll have Jeff Masters back here uh, next week for the season finale, <gasps> as well as myself. But during the week, you can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can find 
just like you can find Danny on The Bachelorette, you can find all of us on various shows here in AfterBuzz. We have over 50 shows that we do during the year, and you can get them all on iTunes. Please subscribe. A week. A week. Well, during the year. Uh, there's always 50, like 50 shows going 63. on. Something like that. So anyway, but you can go and tune into any of your favorite shows on AfterBuzz. Go on iTunes. Subscribe. Rate us. And cool. until next week for the season finale of 24 Live Another Day. Oh, I'm Nano Velasquez signing off. And tune in next week for a lot of excitement. I love you, Mom. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 